وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ Now another covenant is mentioned. But recall when we took another covenant from you, and what was this covenant? That لَا تَسْفِكُونَ دِمَاءَكُمْ You will not shed your blood. تَسْفِكُونَ is from سَفَكَ سِينْ فَكَافْ Remember earlier, we learned that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the angels that He was going to make Adam, what did the angels say? That are you going to create someone who is going to? يَسْفِكُ الدِّمَاءَ So same word. لَا تَسْفِكُونَ دِمَاءَكُمْ You will not shed your blood. What does that mean? You will not kill yourselves. But what this means is that you will not kill your own people. You will not kill your brothers and sisters in faith. You will not murder people who are from the same community. Because they are related to you and they also share the same faith. Now this doesn't mean that you can go on freely killing the rest of mankind. No. This is a rule that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to the Bani Israel and also to us. That human life is very sacred. Shedding blood is a great crime near Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Very big crime. The Prophet wasallam said that كُلُّ muslimi عَلَى muslimi haram. The entire Muslim is sacred for the other Muslim. What does that mean? The entire Muslim is sacred. Meaning his life, his wealth, his honor are all sacred. You cannot attack them. Human life is sacred. And yes, there are only certain situations in which a person's life is no longer sacred. But again, that doesn't mean that you take matters in your own hand. You know, for example, if a person is on death row because they were a serial killer, let's say they killed like 40 people, for example, and they committed serious crimes, they're in death row. Can you as a citizen... Go and kill them? Can you do that? You don't have a right to do that. This is the responsibility of who? The courts, the government. It's their job, not your job. So, لَا تَسْفِكُونَ دِمَاءَكُمْ وَلَا تُخْرِجُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ Another clause was that you will not expel yourselves. تُخْرِجُونَ خَرَجَ To go out. إِخْرَاج is to drive other people out, to push them out. So you will not... Drive out your own people min diyarikum from your homes. Diyar is a plural of dar. Dar is home. What does this mean? That you will not expel your own people from your homeland, from their homes. In other words, you're not going to fight each other and you're not going to oppress each other. What happened? ثُمَّ أَقْرَرْتُمْ The Bani Israel, they're told that then you... Iqrartum, you did iqrar, you acknowledged. And iqrar is from qafrara. Iqrar is to acknowledge something and accept it. Like for example, you are required to agree to the terms and conditions. You say, I agree to the terms and conditions of such and such. You put a check mark, only then you can proceed. This is iqrar. Wa antum tashhadun while you witnessed. Tashhadun, shin hadal, shahada, to observe, to witness something. Meaning you were there, you know exactly what you were signing up for. You understood this. It was very clear to you that these are two things that you have to uphold. Now what happened? We learned that the Bani Israel, remember their tribes, some of them they settled in Medina. And I mentioned to you in a previous lesson that there were three Jewish tribes that lived in Medina. Do you remember their names? Banu Nadir. Banu Qaynuqa and MashaAllah, Banu Qurayza. Alright? Now, what happened was that 
those Jewish tribes, they made alliances with local Arab tribes. Because you needed alliances in order to survive. So they made alliances with local Arab tribes. Now what happened is that we had Banu Qaynuqa and Banu Nadir who made alliances with the tribe of Aus. Okay? And then we have the Banu Qurayza who made alliances with Khazraj. You can write these names down. I have them in Arabic for you. So now what happened is that if you were allies with someone, what that means is that if they go to war, you support them. Now what happened is that a few years before the Prophet ﷺ came to Medina, there was a huge battle between the Aus and the Khazraj. So the local Arab tribes, they have a war. Now what happened over there is that when Aus and Khazraj are going to battle, who's going to come help the Aus? Their allies. Who's going to come help the Khazraj? Their allies. So you see what happened now. Aus and Khazraj are fighting, but at the same time, who is also fighting? Who is also fighting? We have the Banu Nadir, Banu Qaynuqa, supporting the Aus, fighting against who? The Banu Qurayla. You understand? So two Jewish tribes are against who? One Jewish tribe. Why? In order to support their Arab allies. And in that, what did they do? When you go to war, it's not pretty. There's going to be death. There is going to be captives. So they kind of went against the covenant that they made with Allah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ثُمَّ أَنْتُمْ هَأُولَاءِ ثُمَّ then أَنْتُمْ you people, هَأُولَاءِ are the same ones who تَقْتُلُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ You're killing yourselves. تَقْتُلُونَ قَتْلْ قَافْتَ alam. You're killing yourselves. How are they killing themselves? Committing suicide? No. Killing their own people. And remember that believers are like a body. One body. So if you attack a believer, it's like you are attacking who? Yourself. So تَقْتُلُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ You're fighting yourselves. وَتُخْرِجُونَ And then you are expelling, exiling, فَرِيقًا مِّنْكُمْ A group of you. Because when they went to war, sometimes the outcome of the war was that okay, this tribe can no longer live here, they must leave. They were exiled. So you exile some of your own people, min diyarihim from their homes. And why do you do that? Tawaharuna alayhim. You assist against them. Tawaharuna is from Zahar. Zahara. And Zahar is back. Okay? And Tawahur is to back each other. What does it mean by backing each other up? Supporting each other. So you are supporting, assisting alayhim against them. Against who? Your own folk. Your own people. How? By fighting against them. And how are you fighting against them? Because you are fighting alongside your allies against their enemy who happen to be your own people of faith. So you see here, a believer is fighting another believer for the sake of who? Other people. بِالْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ And when you do this, you are committing two things. Firstly, al-ism. What does ism mean? Sin. Alif thamim, ism is a sin. Udwan. What is udwan? Transgression. Okay? Udwan is from Ain Dalwaw. So what this means is that firstly, by doing this, you're committing sin, as in you are clearly disobeying Allah. Allah told you 
made you promise that you will not kill your own people and yet you're killing your own people. Allah made you promise that you will not exile each other, here you are doing that. You're committing sin, you're disobeying Allah. But that's not all. There is also udwan here. Udwan is transgression. What does that mean? To overstep the bounds. Okay? Meaning you are transgressing against people also. You are oppressing people. You are being unfair to them. How? Your brother, your sister in faith does not deserve that you attack them, that you harm them. They deserve that you treat them with respect. So when you violate this covenant, you are on the one hand disobeying God, and on the other hand, you are harming people also. بِالْإِثْمِ udwan. Now what happened after this battle? Of course, when they killed each other and they expelled each other, they felt guilty. So then what did they do? Allah says, وَإِنْ يَأْتُوكُمْ And if they come to you. Who comes to you? Meaning, your people in faith, they are brought to you as usara, as prisoners. Usara is the plural of the word asir. Alright? Asir. And who is asir? A captive, a prisoner. This is basically prisoner of war. So, let's say in the battle, one party won. And what happened? Those who lost, some of their people were captured, taken as prisoners. So now, people who share the same faith are brought to you as prisoners. What do you do? Tufaduhum. You ransom them. Tufadu is from fadalia, fidya. Fidya, have you heard of the word fidya? Like when somebody cannot fast, what do they do? They give a fidya. Fidya is basically ransom. Something that you give in order to free someone. So for example, if there is a person who is imprisoned as a war captive, then a ransom is given, let's say, of a hundred thousand, two million, whatever. It's given and only then they're set free. So if they come to you as prisoners, you set them free, meaning you buy their freedom in the sense that you ransom them. But why are you doing that? Because وَهُوَ مُحَرَّمٌ عَلَيْكُمْ while it was forbidden on you, ikhrajuhum, their expulsion. I mean, here you are killing them. Those who are not killed, they're taken as captive. And then what do you do? You give the ransom to set them free. Like, what are you doing? Why did you fight them in the first place? Why? Why did you fight them and take them captive in the first place? It doesn't make sense. Allah says, أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْضِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضِ This is a lesson for us. You might say, well, okay, this happened in the past, this is so complicated, some war between those Jewish tribes, and okay, whatever happened, happened. Like, why is this in the Qur'an? Because in this is a lesson. أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ Do you believe بِبَعْضِ With some part, الْكِتَاب of the book, وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضِ And you deny some other part? What is it that they were... Believing that which they were following in the book. What were they following? That if our people are taken as captive, we shall give the ransom. Were they doing that? Yes. But you deny some other part of the book. What were they denying? That which they were not following. And what is that? They were fighting each other. They were killing each other. They were expelling each other. So you see what's happening here? They are following some rules... But other rules, they're not following. Which rules were they following? Those which were convenient. 
and those which made them look good in the eyes of people. That, oh wow, they're spending so much money to free their captives. You understand? But then which part, which rules were they not following? Those which were inconvenient. So if something was easy, they did it. Something brought them fame and praise, they did it. And something that was difficult, inconvenient, they didn't do it. They violated that. أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْضِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضِ Allah says, فَمَا جَزَاءُ So if a person does that, then what should be the jaza? What does jaza mean? Reward or recompense. What you get for what you do. What should be the recompense of مَن يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنْكُمْ Of the person who does that among you إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Except humiliation in worldly life. خِزْيٌ is from the root letters خَزَيَّا And khizi is disgrace when a person doesn't have any worth, they don't have any importance. So humiliation in this worldly life. This happens to who? Those who pick and choose from the book. Who take what is easy, what is convenient, what will bring them fame, what will make them look really good, and what people don't like, or what goes against their wishes, they leave it. So this is something that brings humiliation in this life. وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ And on the day of judgment, what's going to happen? يُرَدُّونَ إِلَىٰ أَشَدِّ الْعَذَابِ They will be returned to the most severe punishment. You see, يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Day of judgment. الْقِيَامَةِ is from the root letters قَافْ وَاوْمِيمِ قَامَ يَقُومُ is to stand. قِيَامَةِ literally means standing. So day of standing meaning it's the day when all will stand. All will be there. Justice will be established. The witnesses will stand. So on that day, what will happen to such people? They will be returned to the most severe punishment. Yuraduna is from Ra Dal Dal. And Ashad is from Sheen Dal Dal. So in this world, there is disgrace. And in the hereafter, there is severe punishment. وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ And Allah is not at all unaware of what you do. Now, This is about the Bani Israel. This is what they did. We need to think about what we're doing. The Bani Israel followed in the book what they liked. They believed what they liked. And believing means two things. Firstly, accepting it. And secondly, abiding by it. So there's two things in believing. Firstly, accepting it, that yes, God has said I should do this. And secondly, doing it also, abiding by it. And denying the exact opposite of that. What does that mean? That firstly, a person says, no, no, I don't accept it. Not possible. This doesn't make sense to me. And the other, that if a person accepts it, he still doesn't follow it. What is true faith? True faith is that you believe in something, you accept it, and then you also surrender. Meaning, you don't follow your own desire over there. You do what you believe in. That will dictate your choices. Not your wishes. What were the Bani Israel doing over here? Were they really following the book? No. What were they actually following? What were they actually following? Their desire. And the part of the book of the law which they liked and they followed, they felt very proud about it. And the part which they did not like, they didn't do it. And they outright opposed it. So we need to see that all of the commands of Islam, do I accept them?
Do I accept them? Or do I pick and choose what makes sense to me? And if something doesn't make sense to me, I say, no way. I don't accept it. I don't agree with it. And then when it comes to my actions, what do I do? Only that which is convenient, and I leave that which is inconvenient? You know, this is about the Bani Israel, but the Muslims are also diseased with the same problem. Same problem. Have you ever heard people saying, well, in the Qur'an it says that, you know, beat the wife. And so people will, with domestic violence, what will they say? Well, I'm only following the Qur'an. But is that all that Qur'an says? Many men will say, many guys will say, men are qawwam. Do you even know the meaning of qawwam? They think that, okay, if I want to boss around, I can say I'm qawwam. What does qawwam even mean? They don't know. Many people will take from the Qur'an things that will justify their actions. Only that portion which will justify their actions, which suits their wishes. And anything that goes against their wishes, they're like, oh, so what if it's there? This is what? أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْضِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضِ This is a serious crime. When you're in, you're all in. You don't pick and choose. And if you pick and choose, then what's going to happen? Disgrace in this world, embarrassment and loss in this world, because such people are not reliable. And they make a fool of themselves. They think they're being very intelligent, but they're not being intelligent, they're making a fool of themselves. So even people don't respect them. And then in the hereafter, severe punishment. So we all need to see, what is my attitude with the book of Allah? Do I believe in everything? And do I accept everything? Yes, there are things that I will find hard, and that's okay. But that doesn't mean I reject them. Ula'ika, those are the people who. Alladina, they are the ones who. Ishtarahu, they have purchased al-hayat al-dunya, the worldly life, bil-akhirah. Through the hereafter. Meaning they gave their afterlife to enjoy their worldly life. This is the reason. They have sacrificed their afterlife. They don't care about what happens after death. What are they concerned about? Now. Worldly life. So such people, of course, yes, they can enjoy a little bit here, but what's going to happen in the hereafter? Allah says, فَلَا يُخَفَّفُ عَنْهُمُ الْعَذَابِ The punishment will not be reduced for them. يُخَفَّفُ is from خَفَفَ تَخْفِيف is to reduce, to lessen. So the punishment will never lessen, it will never reduce. وَلَهُمْ يُنصَرُونَ Nor will they be helped. They're not going to be helped. They're not going to be taken out of that punishment. So what do we see from this verse? The main reason why a person would pick and choose from the book what is convenient and leave out what is inconvenient? What is the main reason? What is the main reason? Al-hayat al-dunya. Love of this world. Following desires. And this is something that is so dangerous. This is something that leads a person to complete destruction. Now, in the next verse we see, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابِ Certainly we gave the book to Musa alayhi salam. Which book was given to him? The Torah. And in the Torah, the Bani Israel were given certain commands. Like for example, the famous Ten Commandments. And other rulings also they were given. But what happened is that at the beginning, the people, they remembered the law, they upheld the law, they observed it. But with time, they forgot. With time, they became more carefree. 
So to remind them what happened. وَقَفَّيْنَا مِنْ بَعْدِهِ بِالرُّسُلِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent many messengers after Prophet Musa a.s. to bring the Bani Israel back to the Torah. قَفَّيْنَا is from the root letters قَفَّى وَاو and قَفُو is basically, you know your spine? Your spine is not one solid bone. What is it made of? Many tiny bones. And what are those tiny bones called? Hmm? Tiny bones? What are they called? Vertebrates, right? So this is what qafu is. Okay? Now, you see, one is linked with the other, which is why you can bend easily. Now, qafayna, what does that mean? It means to follow someone's footsteps. To follow someone's footsteps. So, Musa salam, he was sent after Musa salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent who? Another messenger. After him, Allah sent another messenger, another messenger, another messenger. Meaning, prophet after prophet after prophet was sent to the Bani Israel. A rusul. Rusul is a plural of rasul. Many prophets were sent. Like for example, Dawood alayhi salam, Sulaiman alayhi salam, Zakariya alayhi salam. Immediately after Musa alayhi salam was Yusha' bin Noon. So, so many prophets Allah sent to them. Why? So that the Bani Israel would abide by their covenant. وَآتَيْنَا عِيسَى بْنَ مَرْيَمْ And we gave Isa, the son of Maryam, and he was the last prophet sent to the Bani Israel, الْبَيِّنَاتِ Clear proofs. Plural of the word, bayina. Isa a.s. was given clear proofs. What is bayina? Bayina is from bayanun, and bayin is something that is clear and evident. So bayina is a clear proof, meaning a solid proof that you cannot deny. It makes the truth very clear. You can't argue with it. You can't reject it. It's just obvious. And if somebody were to reject it, you would laugh at their face that what's wrong with you? This is bayina, clear evidence. Now Isa was given clear proofs that show that he was a prophet. Do you know some of the miracles that Isa performed? He spoke as a baby. He spoke as a baby. And then later, he could cure the blind, the leper, people with different diseases. So he performed so many miracles. And وَأَيَّدْنَاهُ And we helped him. أَيَّدَ Alif Yadal is to help someone. Ta'yid is to give support. So we supported him with special help through who? بِرُوحِ Qudus With the pure spirit. Now, ruh means spirit, and al-qudus, remember, nuqaddisu, it means pure. So the pure spirit refers to angel Jibril. Why is he called ruh al-qudus? Because what he brought, Jibril, the angel Jibril, conveyed revelation. And that is a source of purification for people. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helped Prophet Isa salam through angel Jibril. This is, Similar to how did Angel Jibreel help the Prophet ﷺ? Did he? Many times. Like for example, we learned that at one point, the Prophet ﷺ went to speak with some people and they said, okay, have a seat, let us discuss. So they made him sit and then they went away and they said, you know what, let's just kill him. So they decided that they were going to throw a huge rock from over the roof on top of him so that they could kill him. So what happened? Angel Jibreel came and told the Prophet ﷺ. So he got up and he left. This is what? Allah helping the Prophet ﷺ through Angel Jibreel. So, وَأَيَّدْنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ 
Why is this being mentioned here? Musa alayhi salam was sent with the Torah. After Musa alayhi salam, so many prophets came. Finally, Isa alayhi salam was sent. And the miracles were there. Signs were obvious. But what did the Bani Israel do? Allah says, أَفَكُلَّمَا Is it not that every time that جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ A messenger came to you بِمَا With something that لَا تَهْوَى أَنفُسُكُمْ Your souls did not desire. Every time a prophet told you to do something that you did not like, you did not want, what did you do? Istakbartum. You became arrogant. You did not accept. Now a couple of words over here. Tahwa. Tahwa is from hawa. Hawa, yeah. And hawa is desire. It also means air or to fall. Wanajmi ida hawa. Alright? Now hawa is desire. Why is desire called hawa? Because when you follow it, what happens? What happens? Do you fall or do you go high? You fall. Like for example, you're really upset, very irritated, and you want to show it to people that you're just not happy. That's your hawa, telling you to show your anger. So what do you do? You say all the bad words that you know, all that you can recall, you follow your desire. Now are people going to praise you? Oh wow, that was so impressive. What are they going to say? What's wrong with this person? Don't they have any filter? Don't they have any self-control? This is what happens when you follow your desire, you fall. The Bani Israel, every time the prophets told them to do something they did not like, what was their reaction? Istakbartum. You became arrogant. Istakbartum is from kaf bara. And what is kibir? Pride to reject the truth. Meaning, you see it, you understand it, but still you're not willing to accept it. So, you were arrogant, and as a result, فَفَرِيقًا كَذَّبْتُمْ A group of the prophets, meaning some of them, you denied. You called them liars. You said, you're not a prophet, we don't believe in you. وَفَرِيقًا And some other prophets, تَقْتُلُونَ You kill. They killed, literally. They killed many prophets. And notice over here, فَرِيقًا كَذَّبْتُمْ كَذَّبْتُمْ You denied. This is past tense. وَفَرِيقًا تَقْتُلُونَ And a group you kill. تَقْتُلُونَ is present and future. But wasn't this of the past? You see, even the Prophet ﷺ, they attempted to kill him. Not once, but many times. Many times. So, what is the message over here? What do we see in the Bani Israel? That they only did what they liked. And if anything did not suit their desires, they didn't do it. When a person says, Amantu Billah, I believe in Allah, when a person is a Muslim, what does that mean? They surrender to Allah. And so they do what Allah commands them, whether it is easy or it is difficult. So for example, when it comes to fasting, you don't just say, I quit, you know what, I can't do this. No, you do it, even though it's hard, even though it goes against your wishes. You want to sleep, but you wake up and eat. You want to eat, but you stay hungry. You're thirsty, you don't drink a sip. This is what? Controlling your desire, and that is what we're supposed to do. We were not created to pursue our desires. We were created to worship Allah. And the fulfillment of all wishes is where? That is in paradise. Now here we see how brutally the Bani Israel treated their prophets. Some they killed, some they denied. 
the Prophet ﷺ mentioned this in this hadith is in your notes that Abdullah anhu narrated that it is as if I can see the Prophet ﷺ while he was speaking about one of the Prophets whose people had beaten and wounded him. They physically assaulted their Prophet. Beaten him, wounded him. And he was wiping the blood off of his face. This is how the people treated him. And what did that Prophet say at that time? O oh Lord, forgive my people as they do not know. This is Ihsan, right? Forgive my people as they do not know. So in all of these verses, what do we learn? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's continuous mercy upon the Bani Israel, where He commanded them and made them agree to those promises. He sent the book, the prophets, pardoned them over and over. But what is it? that led Bani Israel to their failure, it was their following their desires and their pride. So these are two things we have to watch out for. That am I just doing things which I like and ignoring things which I don't like? What am I doing? This is something that we need to pay attention to. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ لَا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا اللَّهَ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا وَذِي الْقُرْبَى وَالْيَتَامَى وَالْمَسَاكِينِ وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ حُسْنًا وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ ثُمَّ تَوَلَّيْتُمْ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِّنكُمْ وَأَنتُم مُّعْرِضُونَ وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ لَا تَسْفِكُونَ دِمَاءَكُمْ وَلَا تُخْرِجُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ مِنْ دِيَارِكُمْ ثُمَّ أَقْرَرْتُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ تَشْهَدُونَ ثُمَّ أَنْتُمْ هَؤُلَاءِ تَقْتُلُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَتُخْرِجُونَ فَرِيقًا مِّنكُم مِّن دِيَارِهِمْ تَظَاهَرُونَ عَلَيْهِم بِالْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ وَإِيَّاكُمْ تُكُمْ أُسَارَاتُ فَادُوهُمْ وَهُوَ مُحَرَّمٌ عَلَيْكُمْ إِخْرَاجُهُمْ أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْضِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضٍ فَمَا جَزَاءُ مَن يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنكُمْ إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يُرَدُّونَ إِلَى أَشَدِّ الْعَذَابِ وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ أُولَئِكَ الَّذِينَ اشْتَرَوُا الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا بِالْآخِرَةِ فَلَا يُخَفَّفُ عَنْهُمُ الْعَذَابُ وَلَا هُمْ يُنصَرُونَ وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابَ وَقَفَّيْنَا مِنْ بَعْدِهِ بِالرُّسُلِ 
وَآتَيْنَا عِيسَى بْنَ مَرْيَمَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأَيَّدْنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ أَفَكُلَّمَا جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ بِمَا لَا تَهْوَى أَنفُسُكُمُ اسْتَكْبَرْتُمْ فَفَرِيقًا كَذَّبْتُمْ وَفَرِيقًا تَقْتُلُونَ 